Some say Chinese is one of the most difficult languages in the world, and learning it is almost impossible. So learning Chinese, the most difficult thing. So I'm sort of tone deaf. I can't really hear them. I think the cultural mindset is the biggest complication for the grammar. It's just complicated so much. Only because you're not learning it in the right way. Why not try Takeaway Chinese, where you can take some Chinese away and experience progress day by day. Take away Chinese. We will promise you a difference. Welcome to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Honglin. And today with me, Georgia Masad. Hello, Georgia. Hello, everyone. So nice to meet you. Great to have you here. It's been a pleasure and having you on the show. And I think some of our audience have already sent in a message about how sweet your voice is and how great your personality is and they cannot wait to have you on a live stream kind of show and hopefully we can arrange that in the future absolutely i would love to thank you so much <laughs> great and also people are quite interested in the fact that you live in europe and you visit different places and the fact that you're still a student so how are you doing that because pardon me if i'm wrong students are not that deep in their pockets no <laughs> You're absolutely right. They're not. We are not. And I think we, the one of the only things that we all share as students is not having a limited budget and not having a great budget, but still wanting to experience, still wanting to do something. So we must do everything we can with what we have. Yeah, because here on Takeaway Chinese, we talked about 特种兵旅游, so uh, traveling like special forces, you go to different mm -hmm. places in a really short period of time, you hit all the points that you want to go and, you know, just be there, enjoy a little bit and then run. <laughs> so that's how exactly. people, yeah, sometimes with a low budget travel. But actually, before the emerging of 特种兵旅游, this special force style traveling, there was a word that is much more common that has a longer history here in China and that is also quite popular for some people, especially those who do not have a lot of money planned for their trip, and that is Xiongyou. Xiongyou. Mm, Xiongyou is budget traveling. Budget traveling, literally speaking, Xiong actually carries the meaning of poor. Mm -hmm. Xiong, so we say Pin Xiong, that's poor. And Yo carries the meaning of 旅游,游玩, so traveling, yes. So 穷游 literally is poor traveling or traveling in a poor style or better budget traveling. So that is the theme of today's episode. Have you ever budget traveled before? I have. I have. And I can say you never respect your budget. You have a budget before going into a trip. It ends up never being the budget you planned. Oh, really? You're the good kind of traveler, but you must have a lot of saving tips when you travel around, right? I do. It's important to have and also gather information on social media, other students traveling, giving you some information about the place you're visiting in order to save money. Ooh. But there are things you can't plan, even if uh, you budget plan a lot. Uh, this is the good about traveling. You can't know anything. <laughs> Oh, that's so fun. And hopefully in today's episode, I get to listen to the exclusive 
budget traveling story from Georgia. And for our dear listeners, if you're interested in Chinese culture and you want to get a grip on the Chinese language, then this is the show for you. Stick with us for 30 minutes and you soon see the rewards. And for more fun Chinese learning, follow our Facebook page Learn Chinese to watch many fun videos and live streams. But now, let's provide you with some free Chinese for takeaway. Uh,与其时刻担心开支,降低旅行期待值,我更想轻松愉快的旅游。穷游也会有积极的旅行体验。我们可以选择更接地气的住宿,深入了解当地文化。我们下次旅行的预算好像 不太够了。既然这样，那我们就来一场穷游，怎么样？啊，与其时刻担心开支，降低旅行期待值，我更想轻松愉快的旅游。穷游也会有积极的。旅行体验，我们可以选择更接地气的住宿，深入了解当地文化。And that's the conversation. How do you like it? Well, it looks like uh, again a conversation I might be having. A little complicated at the end, but I'm sure we will go through it and analyze it. Yes, that's the thing about the Chinese language. Sometimes you find the sentences or expressions a little bit complicated, but to be honest, there is always a simple way to express the basically similar, if not exact same idea. It's just when it's language, you want it to be colorful. You want a different ways to express the same thing. That's, I think, one of the characteristics of the Chinese language. So let's prepare ourselves a little bit and get into the relatively hard conversation so we can challenge ourselves and be better in the language. So for the first sentence, 我们下次旅行的预算好像不太够了。It seems like we don't have enough money or budget for our next trip. Perfect. 我们下次 Next time, but in this case, ne- for the next. Mm-hmm. How about the previous time? Um... Okay, we know xia is down, right? How to say up? Shan. Yeah, so shan si is the previous time. You can understand it as the time is like a line from up to down. So the upper one is the previous one, the lower one is the next one. So shan yi is the previous one, and xia yi next one. And of course, you can omit yi. So shan si and xia si. Here, woman xia si lu xing. Our next trip and yu budget. Yes. So here actually yu is the actual thing we're talking about. So it's like Xia So the budget of our next trip. So here it's not like our next trip, it's more like our budget for the next trip. And of course the da is omittable. You don't have to say da. You can say woman Totally works. How uh, it looks like, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Can you use 好像 to make a Chinese sentence? It seems uh, like he didn't come. 好像你不来了? 好像他, he, 他不来了? 他没来. 
he didn't come. Yes. So Tam Bu Lai Le would be he decide not to come, whereas Tam Mei Lai is he didn't come. Okay. Tao Xiang Tao Mei Lai Le. Tao Xiang Tao Mei Lai. And Bu Tai Go. Not enough. Not enough. Yes, not enough. What's the difference between Bu Tai Go and Tai Bu Go? Bu Tai Go, it's not enough, and Tai Bu Go, I would use it as really not enough. Yes, it's perfect. That's exactly what I'm asking because really not enough. Tai is used to describe bu gou, so bu gou not enough. Tai bu gou really really not enough. Whereas bu tai gou, you use tai to describe gou, so tai gou is very enough. Bu tai gou not very enough, so not enough. So that's the nuanced feeling or meaning of the word. Sometimes I think language is about nuanced. Meanings. You want to know exactly what it means, and if you can get the trivial differences between words, it shows your language level is up to a certain standard.、Mm-hmm. And then we have, 既然这样，那我们就来一场穷游，怎么样 ？So in this case, in this case, if things are this way, how about we go on a so-called budget trip? Yes. 既然这样，既然 in this case. How can you use 既然 Well, 既然 I feel like it means since or in this case. So, 既然你不喜欢，那我们就换一家 Since you don't like it, in the case that you don't like it, let's change to another one, another place to eat or another shopping mall to go. So, 既然 So it's kind of like saying I am stepping back a little bit because of the situation. So, 既然这样 we know is this. So, like this. So, since the situation is already like this, let's step、mm-hmm. back a little bit and find another option. So that's how you use、okay. 既然 to compromise a little bit. To compromise a little bit. Yes. Ah,、uh, na. That's it. But、uh, so so this in this case. Yes. Then 我们 Ah,、uh, we. Yeah, we. Ah, 就 Uh huh. Ah, then then 来一场 Go on a so chang is the measure word in this case. Yes, chang is the measure word, and lai chang is kind of like embrace something or enjoy、mm-hmm. something or have something because lai is not the usual or very standard verb we use. Let's do this. Let's try this. Chong you a budget trip? Yes, budget trip. Chong you 来一场穷游怎么样 It carries the question. What about what about、uh, do this? Budget trip, yes. Yes, you can use it in a lot of different scenarios. So, 中午吃面怎么样 How about we have noodles this noon? Mm-hmm. Can I ask the 身体怎么样 Can I ask the questions in this way? Okay. Yes, you can totally do that. 你的身体怎么样 How's your physical condition? Your health.、Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Ah,、啊、与其时刻担心开支，降低旅行期待值。我更想轻松愉快的旅游。Such a long phrase. Such a long sentence. Well, I have to admit, this is not the sentence that you normally hear in everyday conversation. But I feel like we've been covering the relatively simple sentences for quite a long time, so it's about time to learn some longer sentences. And we absolutely definitely conquer it. Yes. Okay. So ah, ah, I would rather uh. Rather than constantly worrying about our expenses and lowering our travel expectations, 
I would really prefer to travel in a more easily and happier style. See, you nailed it. That's exactly what it means. So here, ah,、uh, you hear this so much in Chinese sentences in Chinese speaking scenarios. People say, ah, it's like no, I don't like it, or ah,、mm-hmm. really, or ah, I'm so surprised. So it depends on the tone. It depends on the. Let's say context a lot, but definitely this is very useful, and you can use it. And it's funny because when I was learning English in European, I had a teacher from the UK, and he said、mm-hmm. how I separate students from different countries. I'd listen to these kind of sounds they make in their language. So really, yeah, Chinese people say ah or oh a lot. <laughs> That's what、oh, we do. I think we have the same in、uh, in Italian. Actually, I use it a lot. Really? Do you say that in Italian as well? Yes, I think it, as a language, both Chinese and Italian are very expressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, and、uh, then we have 语气语气 So,、uh, rather than 时刻 always 时刻 in itself means time, and here 时刻 is kind of like every second. Every minute, every point in time. So yes, 时刻 here should be translated as all the time. So yes, always. Can it be interchangeable with 总是 I think so. 总是 because well, the reason we're using 时刻 is because we want to stress the fact that you are worrying about it almost every second. Whereas 总是 always is used in a relatively longer period of time. It's like um. 我今年总是不舒服 This year, I always feel a little bit uncomfortable. It's like you're not uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable every second. It's like it, it happens maybe every week, something like that. Whereas 时刻 is literally every second, every point in time. Okay, okay.、Mm-hmm. So it's something that really stresses you. <laughs> yes, 担心 Ah,、uh, to worry. To worry. Yes, 开支 Expenses, expenses, 开支 This is、uh, again a relatively sophisticated way of saying it. It's ah,、uh, 降低 to lower, to lower, 旅行 ah,、uh, the travel, the travel, 期待值 ah,、uh, value, expectations, expectations. So 期待 is、mm-hmm. expectation, and 值 is the value, but it's also like the level. So how much do I expect this to happen? How great I want it to be. So, 期待值我对他期待值很高 I have really high expectations about this person.、Mm-hmm. 所以现在我很失望 So I'm very disappointed. It, okay. Yeah, that's the idea. If your 期待值 is not that high, you might feel better when you are actually looking at the result. Whereas if your 期待值 is way too high, it's really easy to feel 失望 disappointed. 失望 Yes, that's 期待值 Hmm. I want. I would rather、uh, think, but in this case, I would prefer. Uh huh. 更想 is actually I would prefer. Yes. 轻松 Uh, relax. 愉快 Uh, happy. Yes. Actually, 轻松愉快 are often put together. Again, we say Chinese people like two syllable words. That's true. If it's a noun, if it's a verb, we want it to be two syllables. But in the meantime, we also really like four syllable words. We have most Chinese idioms that are four syllables, four characters, and also one we want to stress the point. We often put 
two two-syllable words with similar meanings together to form a four-syllable words or expression or phrase. It's just make things, I don't know, sound better and more convincing to us. That's the thing about Chinese language. <laughs> yes. So, 轻松愉快 actually carries a really close meaning. That is, you want it to be relaxed, to be happy,、mm-hmm. to be enjoyable. But again, four-syllable words, 轻松愉快轻松愉快的旅游 But the travel, so we、really、happy, relaxed, carefree travel. Exactly. And then, 穷游也会有积极的旅行体验。我们可以选择更接地气的住宿，深入了解当地文化。Budget traveling can also bring along positive travel experiences. We can choose a more down-to-earth accommodation and gain a deeper understanding of the local culture. Great. So, 穷游—that's the key word. Exactly. So, budget traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also. Also. 会有 can bring or can have 积极的 so a positive, a a good. Mm-hmm. 旅行体验 Travel experience, travel experience. So, 旅行 is travel. 体验 is experience. And here we have 积极 to be positive. Do you know how to say negative? I actually don't. 消极消极 Yeah. So we keep the second. 积极 positive. 消极 negative. 消极 Uh huh. And then 我们呃、uh, we 可以 can 嗯、mm-hmm. 选择 to choose to choose 更呃、uh, a more Greater, more, 接地气 I I actually didn't know this word. It's new to me. So more in touch with reality,、uh, down to earth. Yes, actually, 地 is the ground, and、mm-hmm. 气 is the atmosphere, and 接 is to get in touch with, get close with. And here, 接地气 nowadays is a Chinese way of expressing the idea that you want the things to be more down to earth, to be more close to. The real life people believe Tian is the heaven. So if you're moving、mm-hmm. up high to the heaven to the sky, you're moving to a relatively more ideal, more not realistic kind of version. So 接地气 means you're being realistic. You're close to how normal people would do things.、Mm-hmm. So that's 接地气 Can I use it to describe a person? So 接地气的人 You can really do that. About okay. Yeah, you can use it to describe a person. Because、mm-hmm. there are 不接地气的人 people who no absolutely right. So yes, you can use it to describe people or things or style. Uh, 住宿 uh, accommodation accommodation. So 住 is to live to stay, and 宿 actually means to spend the night. So 住宿 together is accommodation is places to live. So 接地气的住宿 would mean the kind of places that are again. You know, realistics does not have to be so high end. It's what people, normal people like you and me, would choose. No five stars hotel. <laughs> no, maybe no. 深入呃，深入 to go deep into to dug. Mm-hmm. Perfect. 了解 gain、uh, understanding. Yes, gain understanding. 深入了解 I think 深入了解 is kind of like a correlation. As well, you use it quite often. You want to 深入了解 know something deeper about. So 深入了解当地 at local、mm-hmm. 文化 culture perfect. So 深入了解当地文化 gain a deeper understanding about the local culture. 
This is great when traveling. Yeah, because when you travel, of course, you can live in five star hotels. You can only visit the, um, let's say, top notch malls in the local places. But that would not give you the kind of experience you want if you really want to know how local people live. If you can live in a local person's B and B, talk to them, and that's how you get to know how they live, and that's how you have a immersive experience. Of traveling in, I completely、like. agree. Yeah. Okay. So let's give the conversation a go, shall we? Can't wait. 我们下次旅行的预算好像不太够了。呃，既然这样，那我们就来一场重游，怎么样？啊，与其时刻担心开支，降低旅行预期值，我更想轻松愉快的旅游。重游也会有积极的旅行体验。我们可以选择跟这里去的住宿，啊，深入了解当地文化。Great! You're listening to Takeaway Chinese with myself, Niu Honglin, and Georgia Masut. We would love to hear from you. Send us your thoughts via email to learnchinese@cri.com.cn. Coming up next, let's talk about some tips of budget traveling. 穷游的小贴士 Don't go away, so you will take some Chinese away. Welcome back to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Hongyin with Georgia Masud for the show. So Georgia, you said that you are a fan of budget traveling. I know there are certain surprises that you might meet, but first things first, can you share with us some of the tips you use when you do budget traveling? Yes, of course.、Uh, I'm a big fan of budget traveling. Sometimes I found myself budget traveling too hard. <laughs> so. I think that the main thing to think about when traveling is, well, of course, the currency, the place you're visiting, and how you can just Google how much a day costs in a certain place, or even it's, if it's free Europe, I know a little bit, but when I go out of Europe, I have no idea what like, how a day should cost,、mm. and so you can just Google, and then so the first step of- is 做攻略 right. Do good preparation.、Exactly. Do good homework. Yeah,、Just、very important. No, if if you're traveling to a rather expensive country or not. So if it's not a very expensive country, you can you can have a more budget, a a bigger budget. So I think the most important things are eating and sleeping. So not budget traveling too hard on sleeping because <laughs> you would find yourself in a very sketchy hotel, <laughs> a very sketchy. A situation, so safety first, always, and just enjoy, enjoy what's coming because you can't plan everything, and just go with the flow. I think we've covered a lot of traveling, and we we come to the conclusion that when traveling, you have to go with what comes and expect the unexpected. Ah,、uh, that's totally true. And because you're so so sweet, I'm not going to say your budget traveling tips are. Lame, because that's not tips. That's the homework you do. You are a very well prepared person. That is why you would plan for everything and you would do your research. But for some hardcore budget travelers, they would do things like, for example, instead of booking a hotel, they would spend the night in fast food chain restaurants. For example, some of them would choose to stay in here in China. They can stay in Haidi Lao. That is a hot pot place that they can、mm-hmm. spend the night. And some of them would even go to what,、well, but this one I think I quite like. That is, instead of going to a hotel, they would book a place in a bathhouse. 
You have no oh. idea about China's bathhouse. They can be quite no. enjoyable. You can take、mm-hmm. the bath. You can enjoy the massage. You can have all-you-can-eat fruit. So, 水果自助 fruit. All-you-can-eat buffet, and also、mm-hmm. there are a、uh, little movie theaters in this bathhouse, and there are also game rooms, so you can be there and play a lot. And then maybe. When it's around one or two o'clock in the morning, you can find a really nice couch to sleep. Or there are in some certain bathhouse there are beds as well. You can go to these places to spend the night, and that is even less costly than a hotel. So wow,、mm. this sounds so great. I have friends who travel budget a little bit too much as well. I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> I like to have a nice bed, sleeping. Yes, I'm not that budget travel. I try to, but I have a lot of friends move by bicycle and just sleep in tents or hammocks. That that that's very hardcore. I respect them, but it's too much for me. <laughs> yes, so much for me as well. I'm just not that young anymore.、I、cannot live that rough anymore. <laughs> But、It's、very rough. <laughs> yeah, and another thing that you can definitely try enjoying is food. When you're budget travel, actually, instead of having these really fancy meals, you can try local snacks. 当地小吃 local snacks can be quite, I would say, inexpensive. And you can also try different kinds of snacks. Instead of having a whole set meal in a restaurant, you can visit different stalls and different. Little places, and you know, try local snacks till you're full. That is another tip I can think、mm-hmm. of. And some people,、yeah. again, I'm talking about these really, really hardcore ones. They would even try to sell some of their handicrafts to local、mm-hmm. people to make some money. So while they're traveling, they're also quote unquote working. Wow, I respect them so much. But I totally agree with you. I think that. The best food I've ever had was at local stalls. Some street food, so totally not expensive, but at the same time so tasty, and it really, really good. Also, get to know how people used to eat in the past, because often street food, culture, are something that come from local culture. So when times were a little bit harder, so I think it's a way to really get to know the culture and the place you're visiting. And for those who are having a relatively low budget, instead of visiting these very expensive and famous places, you can also try the advice we give for our previous episode. That is to try looking for some 小众城市 looking for some relatively niche cities. So the Price there would be not that high, and also you get to talk to local people and get to enjoy a budget travel, but not that budget kind of travel, not that hardcore.、Exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely.、Mm-hmm. And that brings us to the end of today's takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Honglin with Georgia here in the studio. For our dear listeners out there, if you have the experience of enjoying a low budget travel, please let us know in the comment area and share some of your tips as well. And for more episodes of the show, you can visit our website at radio.cgtn.com and go to the column podcast. You can also listen to the show and read the script there. Find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search for Takeaway Chinese. Don't forget to give your questions, comments, and ratings to us. We would love to have a five-star rating. Please be generous. 好的，那今天就到这里啦。我们下次再见，再见。